0: Welcome back to the Federal Retirement Show. I'm your host Val Majewski uh, with American Benefits Exchange. And over the course of this show, if you've realized we've been going over topics that are very pertinent, um, to your benefits and retirement situation, information that we believe you need to know, uh, information that we know is important to federal employees, just because of our experience in working with folks like you from start to finish in their working career. And recently, we've been getting a lot of questions about TSP. Now, there's a couple things uh, that TSP's done recently. If you've uh, been on the website, you know that you have to re-log in or re-register an account because they revamped their website. But once you're in there, if you're checking out performance of how the funds are doing uh, year to date or over the past year, you're noticing they're not as attractive as they once were you know, over the past several years and the rates of return that you may see in your annual statement come next January are not going to look as attractive as they once did. So what are we going to be talking about today? A concern that I've been getting from federal employees is losing money and especially those that are nearing retirement. Now I'm going to preface all this by saying what we're going to talk about today is just general in nature, questions that I've been getting from federal employees, concerns that I've been seeing, information that's readily available and posted on TSP.gov. I am by no means trying to give you financial advice, uh, trying to give you investment advice. I'm by no means trying to make a recommendation of how you should set up your TSP. I'm just giving you some guidance on what options are available. And in my opinion, some of the things that uh, I think could be beneficial But it's by no means saying you have to do this this is my absolute recommendation go do this now this is your account this is your retirement these are your choices Um, these are just the trends that i'm seeing as a federal benefits expert as somebody that works with federal employees on a daily weekly monthly basis gives presentations to federal employees and gets a lot of questions and feedback from those presentations we attend a lot of events federal uh, uh, unions and associations And these are concerns and questions that we get asked. So I just want to reiterate and say that this is by no means advice telling you to go out and do this. These are commentaries that I'm giving based upon questions uh, that we've gotten and opinions and other things that other federal employees have done over the past several years, months, days, what have you, because they're concerned about this as well. That's kind of my general statement. Uh, before we get started, just want to make sure we put that out there, but we're going to talk about today, right? The title is how comfortable are you with losing money? Why all the funds, except the G fund are, are losing money. You can see on the chart here, um, showing that the funds not only year to date, but over the past 12 months, how they're currently performing. Now, the only one that's not losing money is the G fund, because if you know, this, the G fund is the only one that is guaranteed never to lose. It does not pay you out a whole lot of interest either. I mean, inflation is up what six percent, uh, maybe even higher now, depending on when you're watching this recording. Uh, but one percent return in the G fund, maybe two percent return is is what you could get. Not really keeping up with inflation. And number two, uh, most people want to say, "Hey, I want to I want to earn some money too. I just don't want to bury it in the backyard or." hide it under my mattress. It's great that it's protected. I can't lose anything, but I still want to earn money. We'll we'll talk about things and some options solutions and stuff down the road, but just want to give you a baseline because everything is fine and dandy, right? You're comfortable taking risk. You're comfortable with your investment choices. You're comfortable with everything, the way that's set up when things are going well, but what I'm seeing from federal employees, and you may be in the same boat, is that when the market takes a turn, they're realizing real quick that, yeah, my money in TSP is not safe. My money in TSP is not risk-free just because it's a government 401k. It is not protected against losses just because it's in the government 401k does not mean that it's actively managed uh, to mitigate losses, to maximize growth. It's just an administered account as we've talked to before. And it's uh, you know, it can be pretty risky. So, All those gains that you've enjoyed, all of those things that you've seen over the past several years, you can be taken back from you. And I say taken back. It's not that they actually take it. It's just the value can lose money over time because if the market can go down and your investments, most of them within TSP, including the L funds, which are not shown here, are directly invested in the market, right? In those funds, which can earn a lot, which you've seen, but can also lose. So let's look at some of these, right? The G fund year to date up uh, just over 1%. The F fund is down 10%. F fund is generally a conservative account. It's only lost three times in its history. Uh, it looks like it's going to end up a loser this year. So that's, that's interesting. It's tied to a, a bond index. You can look all this up again on tsp.gov and see what all these funds are tied to. The c fund that's like the s p 500 it, it attempts to mimic the performance of the s p 500 down almost 20 percent so let's look at an example right of 20 percent return let's say you had a hundred thousand dollars in your tsp and last year you gained 20 percent you're like this is awesome I gained 20 percent I'm up to a hundred and twenty thousand dollars great if you were to lose 20 percent this year now you're going to be below a hundred thousand dollars right so you have you've you're not back to zero in this you're going to be below where you started so just just because it seems like it's an even trade when we're talking about losing um, and, and having to gain all that money back it, it it doesn't work out in simple math form right there's a simple equation that I have generally thrown up is uh, when does plus or sorry minus 30 plus 43 equals zero and that's in investing. So, if you were to have $100,000 and lose 30%, you'd have to gain 43% just to get back to even. You know, and that's, you have to play a lot of catch up when you've lost money. So, just again, the question we're going back to today how comfortable are you with losing money? If you're not comfortable with these results, then maybe you're taking too much risk. Now, you may have a different risk tolerance than the person that sits next to you, the person that sits next to them the person that's your counterpart across the country, everybody's situation is different and overall desires and risk tolerances are different. However, this is not a, uh, what am I trying to say? It's not 100%, but the consensus is, the majority is, most of the federal employees that I talk to, most are not comfortable with losing money the closer they get to retirement. And that's within five years, three years, two years, definitely within the last year, What if somebody said, hey, I'm going to retire at the end of 2022, and they said that at the end of 2021, they have one year left to retire, one year left, and the market's been doing great, everything's been awesome, and they left everything as is. I just got one more year, let's get one more year of of some growth in my TSP, and I'm out of here. And now they lose 20%. How can that affect their retirement? It can have a drastic effect, losing 20% at the last minute. That is why most federal employees I talk to are concerned about risk and they don't want to lose any money. They are not comfortable with losing money as uh, they get closer to retirement. Now you say, I'm okay with losing money. I'm okay. Val, you know what? I'm okay with losing money. Well, how much are you okay with losing? Is 10% okay? Is 15%? Is 20% okay? What's going to make it not okay? So again, we're looking at how much are you comfortable with losing money? Most are saying, not at all. I don't want to lose any money. But if some say, hey, I am comfortable. Well, how, what's that threshold? How much are you okay with losing? Again, that's that's up to you and your situation. If you have questions about that, please, you got to reach out to us so we can analyze your situation with you and make sure you understand exactly what your overall risk tolerance is. We can go over the numbers and see the performance of TSP and kind of ask you some further questions so you can determine you know, how risky you're being. The second question that we have to ask you, not only is how comfortable are you with losing money, and hopefully you don't want to lose anything, is what do you need that money for? Now, if you're a FERS employee, you know that you have a three-part plan when it comes to your retirement income. You have your FERS pension, your FERS annuity, so that's going to be one. Social Security should be number two, and I say should be because if you've watched Social Security recently and seen everything that comes out, they're telling us in plain English, in plain sight, that they may not have enough money to pay full benefits in down the road. They may only be able to pay 75 or 77 cents on the dollar. So our benefit may not be as much as we think it's gonna be. Even if you go do a social security estimate today, that may be different down the road. So just not trying to freak you out or put you in a panic mode, but just understand that it may not be there in the same quantity that we think it's gonna be. And the third source of income for a FERS employee is TSP. So I've got to ask people, you know, what have you saved your TSP for? What function do you want it to serve? What goal do you have with your TSP? Now, I usually ask it this way. Do you need money for living or do you need money for dying? Now, let me explain. Living, I need this money to live on. I need my TSP to be another income source for me in retirement. I need my TSP to provide the third lifetime income stream. I have pension, social security, and TSP. Those are the three income sources I need all three. That means you need to turn your uh, TSP into an income source. You can do that in several different ways. The most common way that people do it is they want to turn it into another pension check. They want to say, I need TSP to be a lifetime income. I need to guarantee that it's going to pay me an income for the rest of my life, no matter how long I live, I want to guarantee it. Because they can certainly pull money from TSP over time, but there's a risk of running out of money if you live too long or you pull too much, or then there's a market decline and your your value goes down. Now your money's not going to last as long. So most that I talk to that want income, want a guaranteed lifetime income stream, just like your pension or social security payment. The other one, uh, income for or money for dying means I just don't, I don't need to touch it. You know, I've saved this money in my TSP. And I hope that I never have to use it. Um, I hope that it just sits and grows and I can pick at it if I choose to. And worst case scenario, I'm going to pass it on to my beneficiaries when something happens to me. That's what I consider the money for dying, right? That's money that uh, is going to sit there and grow. Maybe you'll use it, maybe you won't. And whatever's left over will pass on to your beneficiaries. It's not serving that primary function of being an income stream. Your situation, it could be a hybrid of that. Hey, I need my TSP for some of, some income, but I don't need all of it because maybe you've done a great job of saving and you're thinking I've got way too much in there. I can't turn this all into uh, income. I just want a portion of it to be a lifetime income. You can certainly do a hybrid of income and, you know, protection and growth or, you know, money for living and money for dying at the same time. So let's look at these options here because again, the questions that I'm getting from federal employees is, what can I do with my TSP? What are my options? So not only are they concerned, and I've had a lot of clients, you know, call and say, hey, w- what's going on with TSP? What do you What do you know what's going on? Unfortunately, nobody has a crystal ball to know what's going to happen in the future. We can just look at what's going on now. That's why I put up those numbers of the performance. Public knowledge, you can go check it out. You can verify those, those numbers uh, as of today. But it's important to know what your goals are too. So if you've told me, if you said, and answer the first question, I don't want to lose any money. I'm not comfortable losing any money. And I need uh, my money for a lifetime income. How can I do that? How can I guarantee or ensure that my TSP money is going to be safe and is going to provide me a lifetime income and I can count on that no matter what goes on? Well, there's two things that we can look at. Uh, Within TSP itself, you have one lifetime income option. One. And it's known as the MetLife annuity. Now, this is something that TSP promotes. If you look at your annual statement, you'll see a big bold number there on the front page of your annual statement. And that is the amount, monthly amount, that TSP would pay you at that exact moment based on your current balance for the rest of your life. However, there's a couple of things that they don't tell you that come along with that. They're showing you the maximum lifetime payment based on your life, And in order to get that payment, you have to cash in your balance. You have to give up all ownership, control, liquidity, access to your TSP funds. But in return, they will send you a lifetime check. And if you live to be 120 years old, that check will continue to come. But what they don't tell you is that if you die too soon and you chose the maximum payment, which is what they advertise, then no money goes to anybody else. They keep the rest of the money. That might be shocking to hear, but that's exactly how it works. It's uh, done through MetLife, who's a separate insurance company. You may know them from you know, Snoopy and the MetLife blimp. Uh, they're also the company that administers your Fegly program. MetLife will administer or be the vendor for the TSP lifetime annuity. Good news is that annuity check or that uh, lifetime income will be there for the rest of your life. Bad news is you give up all ownership control access and if you die too soon before all of your money was technically paid out, they keep the rest. It's an irrevocable choice too. It's not something that when you choose it, you can make changes to it. Once you choose it, it is set in stone. So that's one of the options for lifetime income. But when we look at a better version, a better option for people, and with when it comes to federal employees that are uh, looking for safety and security, right? You've answered the first question saying, Val, I don't want to lose any money. And then two, you said, I need money for, for living. I need this to be a lifetime income. But now you're saying, well, I don't want to take the MetLife annuity with TSP because I'm going to you know, be locked into this and cash in my balance. What other options do I have? You're telling me TSP only has one lifetime income option? That is correct. But you have options outside of TSP. And outside TSP, there are numerous ways in which you can turn your balance into a lifetime income stream. Now, I say a better option. Why? Because we're going to try and check off all the boxes, make them better, sorry, than they were when we just checked off all the negative boxes on the TSP side. So what if, what if you had the ability to take your TSP balance, number one, uh, and turn it into a lifetime income stream without having to cash in your balance, without having to give up ownership, control, liquidity, access to your money? There is a way you can do that. Now, what if there was a way that you could do it Today and not have to wait till retirement. Because with the TSP annuity, the MetLife annuity, you're basically you're going to do that at retirement. And who knows what your balance is going to be at that time? We can't guarantee what that's going to be. You can take your balance as of today, and you can lock that in and say, "I'm going to turn this money into this income stream when I retire." If if you're going to retire at the end of the year, one year from now, two years from now, five years from now. You can guarantee what a plan is going to pay you at that time. Now, this may not make sense just without seeing it on paper or without seeing a scenario, but you can take your balance today and you can turn that into a lifetime income stream in the future and you'll know exactly what that number is going to be. It's not going to be contingent upon what the the market is doing, whether it goes up or it goes down your money. That money will be safe and sound. You'll have a guarantee, a written notice of what that plan is going to pay you in lifetime income. Now, in order to do this, um, you either have to be separated from service or be at least 59 and a half or older. We've had a a previous uh, federal retirement show recording talking about TSP for lifetime income. You can check that episode out to go into more detail about this. But the good news is, look, the money that's in that type of plan is guaranteed against loss due to market conditions. You cannot lose money if the market goes down in that scenario. Uh, The income is guaranteed in the future, whether it's one year, two years, five years down the road, even longer, you can guarantee today what that income is going to be. I dare you. Try to call TSP and say, hey, what can you guarantee me my lifetime income is going to be five years from now? They can't do it because, number one, they don't know what your uh, lifetime or what your, uh, sorry, TSP balance is going to be five years from now because there's a lot of factors in there. Number two, maybe the factors for lifetime income change down the road. You cannot lock that in and guarantee it today. Now, as I said, you don't have to cash in your balance. You remain in control. So we're checking that box off. And if you die too soon before all your money's paid out, whatever's left over goes to your named beneficiary or beneficiaries. So something will go to somebody. You're getting protection on both sides. So this is a better way, in my opinion, again, to get lifetime income from TSP without having to cash in your balance and take that net life annuity. Now, again, how comfortable are you with losing money? Go back to the original question. In that plan, you cannot lose money due to market conditions. Safety and security, guarantees. That's what the plan would provide. And guarantee of lifetime income without having to cash in your balance. Now, what if you're on the other side of the second question? You still said, well, Val, I do not want to lose any money. I'm not comfortable losing any money. So, you know, you're, you're pretty uh, conservative. You're risk adverse. But you're saying, well, I don't need the money for income. And I'm not saying I need it for dying. I am not. I don't want to pass it all to my beneficiaries. I'll maybe want to pick at it over time. But I want it to remain safe and secure. And I want it to still grow, though. So you may know that you can put your money in the G fund. You can put it in the G fund. And that is the only fund within TSP that is guaranteed never to lose. It won't lose any money. It doesn't say it can't go down to zero. But it will not see a negative, And it has not seen a negative since its inception back in 1988. You can look up the performance history online and verify that. But the problem is it's not paying out a whole lot, right? We just saw it's a little over 1% year to date, um, less than 2% over the past year. You can look at the three-year average. Here is 1.45%. The 10-year average is just under 2%. That's going back 10 years, 2%. Again, good news is it's not losing any money. Bad news is it's not earning anything. So if you're saying, again, Val, what are the options? What can I do? Because I'm at a point where I don't want to lose any money. And the market, who knows what's going to happen, right? We've seen a, a big decline so far. And experts say we may be in for more. I'm not, I'm not that person to tell you yes or no. I, I uh, advise you to do your own research there. Um, but if you want guarantees to say, hey, I don't want to lose any money, you have two options. Put it all in the G fund or find another plan that can give you the same protection of the G fund but maybe have the better interest rate potential. So from the previous slide, our last thing said, what if, what if you can get the same protection of the G fund, guaranteed never to lose any money, but get a chance for much better interest in the G fund. Is that something you'd be interested in? Now, most people would say, yes, I'd be interested in that. At least I wanna know what that option is because the G fund again, great for protection, not great for growth potential. So what if there was a plan that was designed for growth. Now there is now that the plans we're talking about, we already talked about the MetLife annuity. Now that was, there's different types of annuities. Not all annuities are bad, but the MetLife annuity is called a single premium immediate annuity. And maybe I'm not the biggest fan of those, but it will provide lifetime income. But in order to do that, you have to give up your balance, right? You have to cash in your money. This type of annuity is called a fixed index annuity. What does it provide? It provides that G like protection, Okay. Guarantee that you can never lose any money, but has the opportunity, not the guarantee of, but the opportunity for much better growth than the G fund. Okay. Now, which, what's the growth potential? Really just depends on the plan. There are numerous plans out there, numerous ways in which you can um, utilize these plans to get that protection and growth potential. It varies by state. It varies by area, uh, varies by duration of how long you want to wait, until you're accessing the money, things like that. So in order to know which plan and which direction to go is right, or which one is right for you, we got to sit down and go over your situation, right? We have to sit down and, and analyze it. That's where I'd say, go to our website, uh, federalretimershow.com. you know, request some information, reach out to us. We'll schedule time to go over your personal benefits and just make sure, especially your TSP and make sure you're set up properly going forward to hit your goals. And maybe you just saying. Uh, I don't want to lose any money, but Val, I've never really looked at my TSP. Well, you got to make sure you log in, check that out, and that your investments that you're in are in line with your risk tolerance, the amount of risk you want to take. Or maybe you've never even known what investments you're in, because I have talked to, and hopefully you're not in this boat, several federal employees who have worked for the government for 20-plus years and at the time that I talked to them did not one time log into their TSP.gov account. So I I highly recommend checking that out, making sure that what you want to do is actually what you are doing. So are you comfortable losing money? How comfortable are you with losing money? If the answer is not much at all, then we need to talk. And then we got to answer the second question is what do you want your TSP to do for you? Do you want it for living or do you want it for dying? Or do you want it to pass on to beneficiaries? Maybe you're undecided, maybe it's a combination of both, but we can walk through that answer a bunch of other questions so we can see uh, exactly where you want to go and what your goal is with your TSP funds. Again, the the whole focus is based upon just making sure you're set up properly, you're protected the way you want to as you're nearing the end of your working career, Um, you're eligible to do something while you're working if you're at least 59 and a half or older, but anytime you're separated from service, you can also do something with your TSP. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to join us for this episode. Please go back and check out our other ones. I referenced uh, TSP for guaranteed lifetime income. There's another one called TSP for protection and growth. There's TSP ins and outs. If you're not familiar with the plan at all, Um, just check out our previous episodes. A lot of great information. You can subscribe uh, to our podcast on wherever you uh, register or or listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music SoundCloud, check us out on YouTube and visit our website as well. A lot of information there for you to digest. Again, my name is Val Majewski, host of the Federal Retirement Show. Uh, Again, appreciate you joining us and we look forward to seeing you on a future episode.